Hey guys, welcome back to the Beyond the Track podcast, your favourite motorsport podcast, where we talk about everything from Formula One to the Porsche Carrera Cup and everything in between. Today we've got a bit of a fun episode. Instead of doing our normal deep dives or reviews, we've got a ranking episode. It's going to be fun. So we had 22 drivers competing this year on the F1 grid because we had Liam Lawson and Nick DeVries come on too, or not Nick DeVries, Daniel Ricciardo. I keep forgetting that Daniel replaced Nick, not the other way around. My bad. So we've decided we should do a recap, obviously, and rankings, but no, no, we couldn't make it easy. We couldn't just have my rankings and Sabs. We've decided we're going to come together and make beyond the track ranking from 1 to 22, 22 to 1, but we have to absolutely agree on every single person in every single spot. So either this could be yeah. one of those great minds think alike situations, easy breezy, done in 10 minutes, or it could be absolutely chaotic and we could end up screaming at each other. But either way, it'll be entertaining for you. Maybe not for us. This might be the end of the Beyond the Track podcast. Fingers crossed not, but it'll be fun. And our friendship. And our friendship, because that definitely comes first and not the podcast. Honestly, we can have a working relationship, right? Like anything for the pod, anything for the pod, right? Yeah, we could have a working relationship even if we had a horrible friendship. Yeah, surely. But I reckon we could make it. It'd be fine. Yeah, let's not test it though, okay? We'll not test it. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> so I guess, like I said, we have 22 drivers. The first spot we're going to do is obviously number 22. Who did Megan Sargent? Worst. I fine. cannot disagree with you completely, which is the unfortunate part. I would say I feel like there might be another contender or two. Nick DeVries. Fortunately. I'm, try- hard I'm hard. trying to read your mind. <laughs> yeah, possibly Nick, but I'm also thinking now this might be a little left field. Okay, it's probably very left field. Actually, I'm now I'm thinking about it. I'm Look, I'm thinking for myself. It definitely doesn't fit. Maybe I'm just a bit of a hater, but like I feel like Sergio, but also I realise he's not. But I feel like... I not go 20 well, that, well, that's what I mean. I realise not, but I think the discrepancy between him and, him and Max is going to put him low. But yes, not 20. Oh, yeah, but not that low. Yes, yes. I I realised my mistake. Okay. Who else do we have, though? Is it really... It it really is going to be... It's going to be Logan, isn't it? It's got to be Logan or Nick for me. Be Logan. You know what? I mean, I feel like Logan over Nick purely because Nick only had half a season yeah. Logan had the whole year so if I'm considering it's also kind of difficult because Logan also to be fair to him did get his first points like did get points throughout the season admittedly a lot of the drivers DNF'd and were disqualified in whatever the situation was but that's happened at the same time he put himself high enough that it meant that when everyone was pushed up he did manage to enter the points so I can't yeah. take that away from him but I think for me personally looking across the season also 22nd in the world still not bad that is very true that is true however it probably he won't obviously he won't take it that way but it's the fact that I I mean I agree Lawson was is definitely higher than him but for someone to come in for four races and be placed higher than you not great but at the same time he's got a seat for next season so does he really care about being put 22 if he has the chance to you know it's only up from there he really, yeah. unless next year they it's decide to mid-season, he genuinely cannot get lower. He will be 20, if anything. Um, obviously hoping for higher. So, all right, let's put Logan Sargent at 22. I, yeah. Yep. You know, you know what's funny is I was like, I, I was like, <gasps> but I, I agree. And I'm also not like, 
every time I say I'm not a fan of a driver, I don't mean like I hate them. It's just genuinely I'm not a fan of them. And Logan is one of those. Yeah, like, like he's not got a banner out. Yeah, like I don't particularly care. Like I'm a fan of Sebastian Vettel, as in I love that man. He's yeah. number one. Uh, but yeah, so Logan, I was kind of didn't really care if he stayed or go. So I'm surprised at like the, I think I, he's he's fitting into the Williams and I'm like, I, I have some like team spirit ta- attached to him now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? That might have been a very easy one. But next we have 21. I do. I think this is Nick. Yes. Nick. I've yeah. got to say Nick. Yeah. Because it's one of those things. I feel like I said, I feel bad for him and he's not necessarily 21st because of his performance in isolation. He's 21st, I think, because, and it's a me issue, but I had such high hopes. So obviously his performance when he stepped in as reserve last year, getting points. I think I had such higher expectations when he then came into the sport as a full-time driver. So again, that's definitely pressure that I put on him. But as a result, he did disappoint me slightly for the first half of the season. Yeah, no, I mean, I came into this year with Nick being my favourite driver, other than Oscar Piastri. So it was very sad to see him go. And I do think he yeah. had the 21 spot. I'm happy he's back in FE. Yes. Oh, yes. I've... I'm so looking forward to seeing him in FE. Like, back. I loved him there. Yeah. World champ. Super excited for him to come back to FE. Like, that for me is where, like, obviously, every, not every driver's dream, but a lot of driver's dream is to get into F1. But I just love, I love Nick in FE. I really do. To be fair, he's done the F1 dream now, so he can go back to the place that yeah, exactly. loved him and loved him and supported him. So he's done that. He can come back. Yeah. But, you know, I think so Nick is at 21 because obviously the season, that the half a season, not even, the 10 races that he had, the reason why I say 21 and I agree is because obviously he had, those 10 races were very much a rookie season. It was the same as Logan Sargent. Yeah. And the only reason why he is above that, above Logan, like you said, because he didn't get the full thing so his season wasn't great but it was a rookie season it was a Logan side season, season. Yeah. so unfortunately he's there if he had more time he possibly could have been higher, yeah, or definitely higher. but yeah so there we go we have our 20 yeah which means we are now on the what should be the number of the grid our top 20 drivers so who is in 20th spot if we need a recap of the drivers that are there we can obviously go I'm thinking it could possibly be one of the Haas lads or the Alfa Romeos. Now, I know that goes towards points, and it's like they can still be bad in a car that's good. But I would say I I was thinking personally it was going to be one of the Haas guys, and it was either going to be K-Mag or Nico. My only thing is Nico does really well in quality, so he could be a lot higher. But he does really bad in the race within that car, so it might be K-Mag. So I think right now I'm thinking K-Mag, but let's go to you while I keep mulling things over. I wouldn't say Nico. I think Nico became George, replacement George. Um, Mr. Saturday, doing consistently well in qualifying. Um, I think that Nico deserves higher than that. So I'm writing Nico off as an option. We're not putting Nico there. Maybe K-Mag. K Mag might like yes he is a strong driver but however I will say I didn't see much of him this season other than the fact that he had a couple of good qualities but again that Haas car is so bad that it just falls back in the race so if then again it's like okay but that's pretty much the car maybe we need to switch it up a bit I feel like 
I don't want to be in a situation where we rank all 20 and it's pretty much in the order of their drivers' championships because I honestly think that some drivers drove better than others but did worse points-wise. Okay, this might be left field. Um, and again, it might be too low. I'm just thinking we're so low anyway. Let's roll. I don't think he's quite that low. I think he pulled it back the latter half of the season. I'm thinking 17th-ish, maybe. He's a little bit. I I completely agree with you. It's just so tough now thinking about the fact... What about Yuki? I see. Okay. I wanted to put Yuki as well. but, But he did obviously do better than his teammates if he put their points together. And when we were talking to Manon and Maya, they were saying that Yuki's actually done quite well. And if I'm thinking back, I feel like I can't separate his seasons and I keep remembering the bad stuff he does. So, like, maybe that's just transferred over. We could do a Daniel Daniel Ricciardo. I know he he didn't do that many races. Yeah, I think that's the thing. So do we use him as a placeholder almost? Yeah, because it's kind of like... Where it's like he came in and then broke his hand. So we can call it his season. The reason he's so low is because his season consisted of six races. Yeah, I, you know what? I mean, that's kind of what we did with Nick. That it's tough. You know what? Maybe it's a... Oh, maybe... Ah. <laughs> maybe K-Mag. Go for K-Mag first. Let's just put K-Mag there. Yeah. I will say there have been times where I've seen him race and... Even when he's at the back, I feel like he still ends up behind the ones that he's racing anyway. He's a good driver, though. I mean, he's been in the sport for a lot longer than some of the others, so maybe that's why. Same with Hulk, but yeah. yeah. Hey, remember, but guys, he'll go there for now. and you're mad, this is a 2023 ranking, so if he was better... Yeah, he's not here. a driver overall ranking. Yeah, not overall. This is just for this season. Okay, so K-Mag, we have in 20th, so 19th. Well... My thing with Danny Rick, I reckon, oh, I don't know, because maybe you could Lance Stroll it, but I reckon with Danny Rick, if we if we had a full season of him and then had that fourth place, I reckon we could have stuck him even up sort of 11th. And we're not talking about Danny Rick, the personality. We're not talking about, like, if we're talking about who kept us entertained all year, who was a ray of sunshine, who everyone was buzzing to get back in the car, who put it in fourth once, like, then 100% Danny Rick is first, second, third, fourth, fifth. He's all the places, love him to death. I think if we're talking about quantity of races included as well as quality and... He, again, like that's the thing as well. He's a strong driver, but he just got back in the car halfway through a season yeah. after coming from a completely different team. He then broke his hand, so was out for, what, three races? Again, that's not on him. I just think he's, if we need to use someone as a placeholder, I guess it's got to be him. Oh, so I don't, I would have put Joe or Bottas or someone in, but they raced the whole year. Yeah. No, no, I get you. I think that's where I did it. So, like, if someone ran 100 meters and someone did a marathon, like, and you're talking about cardiovascular endurance. (laughs) <laughs> you're not going to be like oh well someone came first in the 100 meters when someone came sixth in the marathon like and we're talking about long-term success yeah you can't necessarily again full season 100 percent whack him up there 
talented driver, been in the sport 10 plus years. Again, absolute sweetheart. Look forward to see him every week. My heart breaks when he's sad. I, but I was well, barely in the season. This yeah, year. you know what? I think it's a shout. Also, I think before Mexico and even after Mexico, I think it went back down to like normal average, even like below average sometimes. Mm-hmm. It was really me- just Mexico that was a standout. That's a shout. I've popped him down in yeah. nine, so we'll, we'll keep him there. We can read Jagger at the end if we need to. <laughs> All right, which means I have 18th spot now. Lance Stroll. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm. I'm okay with that. I'm very okay with that. It's, it's I think again, oh. a talent as all of them are. Um, I don't believe in the daddy's money thing. I think there's obviously an element of being you get you get there maybe a little bit quicker than you would have otherwise. But he is his number is eighteen. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It matches. Sorted. Yeah, I reckon that. I think for him. You're looking at him versus Fernando Alonso, really. Oh yeah, and, and I think the difference in points, think, yeah. massive, massive. Not just points in racing. Like if you said to me, and again, I've again, so it's I'm not a Fernando Alonso fan. I like Fernando Alonso, but I'm not there with my like Aston Martin top and a Spanish flag. Like it's just that's never been me. Yeah. Um. When if you went to me, right? Okay, I know you're not his number one fan, but name three iconic moments from this year I can do that I can be like do you remember when he did this do you remember when he did this do you remember when he did this yeah like yeah. this overtake was insane him finishing borderline photo finish with Perez like do you know what I mean? there's more of that for me yeah than Lance Stroll who did a fair few decent overtakes and kind of whatever but yeah I don't know like yeah. Lance Stroll had a talented his driver but yeah he had his moments and he had those times where like he did those overtakes, but I feel like half of them was because he was out of position anyway. He did crappy in folly, so he was overtaking cars he really should have because Fernando was all the way up in third, fourth when he should have been. Yeah. And obviously that Aston Martin wasn't as fast at the end as it was at the start, but yeah. like Alonso capitalised on it well. And then at the end, he was still, like you said, he was drag racing Perez, even though that car wasn't as fast as it was before. Oh, so, and there's also the battling, battling itself, like even if Fernando wasn't going to win it. He wasn't going to give it up without a fight. And then in the end, somehow okay. he pulled it back. Whereas Lance, yeah, again, there wasn't too much. Honestly, there were more negatives on his season than anything. We had incidences that were covered more than his racing. So I yeah. would say I would very much agree Lance Stroll and 18. Which leaves okay. P17. I'm kind of thinking... Now, I know this would probably possibly be like a Joe, but I kind of think it's a Bottas. Now, my reasoning, reasoning because he's not, I know the car isn't how it should be, but he's not as far from Joe as I thought he possibly could be with how many years he's raced. And I think that Joe is really good and he's getting there or they're, Or they're both not at, like they're both very similar, but then at that I think that's got to give some perspective to Joe being able to be yeah there with Bottas with how many years he's done being in a top car or whatsoever. I don't know if that hinders you though. Like if you spend years in a top car, I'll go with that. I can go Bottas below Joe. Like you said, he's been in the sport for a while, um, and he's done well. Again, they've all done well. They're the top twenty drivers in this sort of. I can't lie. I feel racing. like this is one of the seasons where I mean I can't remember the other season standing, but this one feels like it's very much B 
been defined by your car. Like everyone seems to be in the yeah. spot that you'd expect because of their car. So it is Luckily. very hard unless you are very like, I know that unconsciously in here, the standings is affecting where like they are. Yeah. I know that I don't want it to but it's hard for it to not we don't know the difference between like the cars and how I mean we know what's faster and slower but not to the extent where we can be like okay so this many tests needs to account for this person and this because the engine is this and this and that so like it's a tough thing so yeah that's why I think I'd put Bottas there which means we have P16 now I also think, just to set up show on you, is that I know we're doing it about their season racing, and I know I said Danny Rick as a ray of sunshine, but honestly, Joe fashion and the subtlety in which he holds his own is ridiculously impressive to me. Like, he is... He has such a presence without an arrogance. Like, he can walk through the paddock yeah. in an absolutely stunning attire and just be like, yeah, I got dressed this morning. How is everyone? There's no air of arrogance about him. And I just, I love that. It's great. Because he has this thing he's where amazing. he has such a presence, but no one knows a thing about him other than his racing. Yeah, he's subtle. Who, who he's is quiet. Who is Joe? Who is he? No one knows. Yeah, it's quite like, and like as well, when they were having, I think it was... Ooh, Ted's notebook, maybe I think it was. It was a oh while my ago. God, I love that. And yeah, that episode that was great. They had that interview and he was asking him see about whether he wanted to be Grand Usher or Grand Usher, blah blah blah. And they're having that conversation. He was saying about it's initially difficult because of like the language barriers you will see as well. Like everyone that's been in sport for years has had to deal with speaking in English all the time. He's like, whereas that's not. And that's the thing. Can you imagine like walking into a sport where everyone's kind of got their clicks and whatever that's fine but everyone's spending the whole time being like well how do you pronounce his name what's going on and you're just like trying to get your head around being an f1 i said learning i mean i don't know how good his english base was now but he was like oh i struggle with it but i feel like and this is saying it as an english person every foreign international person i have ever met has been like my english is so bad and then proceeds to recite like Shakespeare type language when they're speaking to me but yeah I just I think he's actually smashed it he's come in he's actually so funny if you watch him in interviews his fashion is stunning he's I think he's so underrated as a driver as a person I just I think he holds himself so well like it's it's that weird thing of like you'd be proud to have him as a son type vibes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I like it's, it's that type of thing where you could be like, look what my son or look what my grandson's doing or look what my brother's doing. And you can genuinely, he's a well-rounded all over person, I think. And again, I get we are talking about driving, but I, yeah, yeah, massive respect for him as a person and as a driver. Like I think, I think he's massively underrated in that regard. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like Alfa Romeo then fits that, but at the same time hinders him because, yeah, he is very much unknown and it helps that thing, helps mm. the fact that he's in a car that is always somewhat at the back. So people aren't really taking notice, don't care, which is, I guess, fits that kind. But then that's not what he wants as a driver. I don't care how many, yeah. like, we all know that he wants to be up there fighting for the win. I mean, yeah. so then it's that thing of he's done well with this crap car at the back that he's, basically kept it in line with Bottas, done what he needs to do, but 
they're not fighting for points anyway, so it's not like he's ever missing out on something. But what could he do in a car that could fight for points, let alone maybe podiums? Podiums might be a long shot because yeah. these days they're hard to come by anyway. But they points. We've got uh, we've got finance coming in. I mean, over the next Audi. sort of couple of years, Audi buying part of Sauber, it could be oh. a game changer. I get. So. I believe we find out this is going out after. So you'll know by now if you're listening. But in two days, Alfa Romeo will be announcing what their actual name will be. Not Alfa Romeo, Salva will be revealing what their name will be. Yeah. <laughs> be Alfa Romeo anymore. Honestly, I used to call it Salva, honestly, most of the time. And then the one time where I should be calling it Salva, I call it Alfa Romeo. Call it Alfa Romeo. Love that for me. But yeah, so. Yeah. I don't want to put him in 15th or whatever on 16th. Yeah, I think someone I else should go there. Yeah, I don't think he's a 16th. I okay, I think we might. Ooh, who would be a 16th then? And honestly, Yuki, I know I keep getting told he's done better. Yeah, but I just again, I think my thing is I'm not just basing on their racing, and again, that kind of makes party redundant my Danny Rick thing from earlier. But I've not been massively. I don't know when I talk when I think about a presence um and someone that I can pick moments out from this year and this again this may just be and it may be no fault of Yuki it might just be the coverage that we get on Sky Sports but I can't think of any like notable things where I'm like oh this race particularly was very impressive like I said when we're talking about Maya, like they were saying data wise he has been really impressive yeah. But if I'm thinking about it as someone who, don't get me wrong, I'm good at maths. But I choose to do maths when I choose to do maths and Formula One is not a time when I choose to do maths. So as a spectator, eh, he's right. Yeah. I, see, I'm, it's tough with Yuki because I, I was very much vocal of I don't understand how he's still in F1. Like the first season, I was surprised to see him back for a second. I was very much surprised to see him come back for a third and i'm su- not so surprised to see him come back next season let's say it that way like he hasn't yeah. wowed me but he also this year was very much like I, he's done enough to say but at the same time i don't think i pay enough attention then at that point because when i heard yeah saying um especially manana Maya, i was like oh okay because like i followed him back when he wasn't doing well so that's still in my mind do i think he's a yeah. 16 actually no but do i think any other drivers really fit into that 16th spot that's my issue i don't know because i feel like again this is i would be putting up for these like next positions would be in my head nico um joe um actually the thing is joe could even be higher because he's done some like good qualities he's done some six places mm. where he's been there and the car hasn't helped yeah. but so is nico yeah that's the only problem that's I still think Sergio needs to be somewhere out of the top 10. I don't think so. Yeah, maybe 11th or 12. But definitely not in top 10. Well, I think, do you know what I think I'm actually kind of partially basing it on as well is Yuki did as well as I expected Yuki to do. Yeah. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. Yuki did as well as I expected Yuki to do. Joe and Hulk did better than I expected them to do, given the car and the scenario. I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. So it's not that he is 16th out of the 20 drivers. It's just if I'm putting them all on a scale of where I expected them to perform, and they, he was on target. Yeah. 
I'm happy to put Yuki there. It feels low, but at the same time, I can't like I, there's no one else that it's I can relative. give it up. It's all yeah. relative. All right. Well then fourteenth and fifteenth. I think it's gonna have to be Joe and Nico one way or the other, but I Okay. Nico, Nico has done some really good qualities, and this is coming from someone who didn't Sorry. want him back on the grid. I still don't want him on the grid. Sorry, Nico, but like <laughs> taking space, but you're back. doing well, which is annoying because you're doing what you need to do to stay. Like when yeah. you've done better than K Mag, so realistically, it should be K Mag going, not you. But I don't want it that way. But Nico has done some really good qualities, whereas Joe has obviously had his some of these good qualities, but I don't think he's done it as many times as Nico, and they've both done the, what they need to do or what they can do in a race. So I feel like the only distinction yeah. between them two is the quality thing, and I think Nico's done it more than Joe. And he also came in and beat Magnussen after a year out, and K-Mag was in the car. Mm. So okay. I feel like Joe gets the 15th and Nico gets the 14th. We have now we're on P thirteen, so we had Joe in fifteen, Nico in fourteen. So who is thirteen? Yep. I Sergio Perez. Yes, 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 yes. Let's do that. <laughs> I was like ready to be like I know we said I know like eleven or twelve, but I'm so for that. And listen, guys, I know he did well. He got his podiums. He got even his wins at the start, but it was literally just at the start. And then after that, the gap between him and Max was just too big. I stick by it. Like the gap is massive, not just points, but on track. Like Perez in that car should realistically be getting second all the time. Max is doing first so easy. Realistically, Max should be doing second easy. I'm not saying he should be close to Max, but he should be far from third. But he wasn't. Sometimes he wasn't even second. Sometimes he wasn't even third. And if Max wasn't there winning, yeah. neither was Perez. So he did what he needed to do. He came second in the constructors or helped Red Bull gets first in the constructors. He gets second in his own. So he did what he needed to do. I just don't think it was enough. But yeah, okay, cool. So now we're on to P12. Um, a little recap of who we have left. We have Max, Gasly. Charles, Carlos, Lewis, George, Ocon, Gasly, Lando, Oscar, and yeah, and Fernando. Okay. Gasly. And Alex. Oh, Gasly. Okay. Now why are we are you putting Gasly ahead of Ocon? I don't think there's much in it. I was umming and ahhing and Ocon will be my next pick. I changed my mind. Ocon. Ooh, why Ocon? Because, and that's what made me think of it, is the fact that this man, albeit separate teams, has been, or separate owners, has been in his seat in some form of capacity for three years? looking at you because i don't know yeah no he's been there he's been there so i uh, you know what yes i agree with that i think um yeah no I, I yes he has definitely been there longer so you would expect pierre especially coming from after to have a little bit more trouble so yes that is true good point yeah. i will also say that they those two need to be put next to each other because they were so close to each other within points that they basically yeah. literally did exactly what was needed to be done in my head, they both exa- yeah. extracted the most out of the car or exactly the same. Exactly. So definitely, I said put them together. And yes, because of that, I would put SD Bestie. Yeah. At SD Bestie. I think-, I think he's great. <laughs> I think he's hilarious. So we have P10. P-N. Now, we do have Alex, who is the only one outside of no. say, P10, but I do think he's higher. I think he's hot. I think he's oh, like yeah. seventh. Yeah. I, I'm I'm so with you. 
So it's going to have to be uh, one of those in the top 10. So a bit of an upset. I think, oh, this is tough. Who else is there? I don't want to put Piastri that low because I, I think it's kind of a ridiculous rookie season. Personally, I'm um, the 10. That's, that's my fight until you find them. We can have a back and forth about Who at 10? Yeah, George. No. Oh, okay. Are we about to have Just no. About to have okay. <laughs> You pick who you Absolutely have to not. go for it. You pick, your, you, you pick yours and then... Uh, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I can't think of who else we've got because it's not Max. It's not Lewis. Mm-hmm. It's not either the McLaren boys. Mm-hmm. It's not George. Uh, not Albon. Mm-hmm. It's not Alonso. Who else am I missing? Charles and Carlos. It's um, George. <laughs> It's George, isn't no, it? No, it's not. It's so George. The gap no. between him and Lewis is told that man out there has been on what four podiums, five podiums, and four his teammate has been on more, but he's probably also taken out that many cars. No, um, no. Yes. No. He has had too many, um, too many rookie errors that even George, and I'm quoting George when I say that. Just about once. Exactly, and I'm saying and that's because he messed up on like the final corner. But where was he in that race before he messed up on the final corners? It so, doesn't matter mm. because he never finished, so it doesn't really count, does it? And then what about the other race where him and Max completely just did not see Max at all in that corner and was like, "Yeah, it was called a racing incident, though, wasn't it?" In the end, exactly, it was a racing incident caused by a George. Let's see who races, so that's fine. Um. I just do not think that he was worth. Like, I don't think he was that far down. I'd be happy to put him at like eight. But I just. To everyone else, I don't see anyone else being that. Like, maybe. I see. Okay. Charles Charles is the one that's consistently put it up in pole or in P2. Well, see, that's the only thing. But then it's obviously in the race, it doesn't get held there, but that's Ferrari. But that's the thing. That's the only two I would say. Or, yeah, I would, I I think it's George. And I think you know it's George deep down. No, I just don't. Like, to me, 10th seems so low, bear in mind. I don't think this man has finished 10th. He finished 8th in the standings, so it's not actually that far. But I just think so. overall with the, he's, I think his highs and lows are just, like, he's genuinely like this. No, I think it's too much. The consistency is not there compared to his teammate who was third, who was also fighting for second in the championship. If you can give me someone else and some good reasons as to why someone else specifically, then maybe. But I very much think it's a George. Do you know what I think the problem is? Is that Lando pulled it back. Yeah. So you can't put Lando, well, we can put Lando lowish down, but you can't put Lando down because he pulled it back towards the end. And then Alonso has been consistent all season. Yeah, we can put George in tenth. But... I mean, I'm not happy. I don't really, Sorry. Don't um, really see. But yeah, I yeah. like. I don't necessarily think being tenth is a bad thing, in terms of just the talent that's in front of him. But I do think he has he needs to improve next season. Last season was really good, but I think. Basically, it's like it's one all now. We'll see what the third season brings, and it'll be yeah. It'll be also a very interesting twenty twenty six if the lineup is the same. Okay, which means a P nine, which I would be happy to put. 
either a Charles Carlos or an Oscar. Carlos. Even with that race win? Um, I think Oscar needs to be almost as high as Lando. I feel because like he's had a really I get he's got four podiums or whatever in a row. Yeah. But he still had no race wins and has been in the car five years. Yeah. <laughs> Only thing I will say is, season. is a big discrepancy between the points between Oscar and Lando, as in they did like Lando yeah. did finish. I think Oscar's podiums were just more noteworthy than Oscar's in terms of people remembered. Yeah, fair. Oh, I think Lana should be higher. I just don't think they should be like ninth and third. Because in the end, like Oscar was honestly the gap was just just a little bit more than the gap between just a little bit less than the gap between Stroll and Alonso. That's my only thing. Okay, fair. So um, where did Oscar finish? Oscar finished uh at ninth. And Lando finished sixth, but Lando got 205 points and Oscar got 97. Yeah, and I guess it's a struggle because that's it. I think Piastri and Albon, because Albon isn't a rookie, but has yeah. done wonders with that car. Yeah. So. Well, see, that's the thing. Yes. Did Alex do wonders with the car or is the car getting better and Logan just did not put it together? We can always that's argue true. that because Alex obviously did really well with it last year and that car is definitely yeah. faster because it was actually getting higher in yeah. qualities too. So there's a chance right. that Alex might not be, like obviously he's done bits to improve the car behind the scenes, but on track, okay. was he really that good or was Logan not a great competitor? Piastri, Albon, Norris. That's what I'm going with. I no, say Piastri... Sign no Piastri Albon signs Norris. Nope. I would put one of the Ferraris yes. between yeah, okay. I'm I'm happy to put a Piastri knife. No, I do think Piastri had an amazing and this is coming from Piastri is my favorite driver. I will defend him until the ends of the earth. He had an amazing season, but I do think compared to the other people in front of him, obviously it being his rookie year, yes, we can take that into account, but some other people just yeah. did bits, unfortunately. Um I'm happy to put an Alex at eighth. Happy yeah. to put an album there. Love that. Okay. Now, Carlos. I know Charles consistently put it on pole, but he, I feel like, again, he also made a lot of mistakes. So I think. I just, when I think about his, I, when I think about Max's competition across the year, I think of Charles, I think of Lando. And I think of occasionally Lewis. I don't tend to think of Sainz. I don't tend to think of Russell. I don't tend to think of Albon. Yeah. So that's the only reason I say that. Yeah. It's tough. Because you know what? It is like, I was surprised to hear that Sainz was ahead of Charles in the standings for the time that he was. And like, he's yeah. not anymore, but he was going into the last race. And obviously the win would have helped the massive with points. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's do a Carlos. Let's do a Carlos at seven. Because that, that win very much helped him. Maybe then Charles, then Norris? I do think a Norris ahead of Charles because, again, Charles did really well with his polls. Yeah, Charles and Norris. But he also did a lot of mistakes. This is one thing I have with Charles. I feel like he makes a lot of mistakes under pressure. Now, a lot of them do. I can't say that they don't, but I just feel like it came yeah. out this season as well with the fact that he was at times supposedly the only competitor. He did obviously have mm -hmm. some good ones. Um, but I think Norris 
had a really crappy start of the season, but he came back and I think yeah. he was very like, he barely made any mistakes from what I can remember. And he finished literally one point behind Charles. So I would be happy to put a Charles at sixth and a Norris at fifth. Yeah, I mean, he drove into a wall, but I don't think, I think that was, I don't know, I drove into a couple of walls, actually, I think, but I think one of them was the Paz fault. Are we Norris? Yeah. Yeah, the one at Vegas or whatever, supposedly, yeah. Whatever it was, yeah. After he hit the side of the wall and dragged it across. I think that Charles going out in the formation lap also wasn't Charles' fault. Wasn't? No, it was the car. Something went wrong, something failed in the car. Oh. Okay, well, that's not very good. I'd, ex- I'd be screaming down the radio. All right, so we have, we're down to the top five. I don't feel like I'm missing someone. How am I top five, but I've only got four left? Lawson, you know what? I'd put him at a fifth. I'm okay with that. I would put him at a fifth. But then we put Piastri a lot lower. Okay, Lawson can be ninth. Yeah. So you know what? He dealt with the pressure and he did really well. And he did what, honestly, that car can do yeah. so Lawson in ninth and then we put Oscar at eighth yeah so moved up one Alex at seventh yeah Lawson at sixth Charles at fifth you know what this actually makes so much more sense too like it feels right yeah. so Lando four Lando four Hamilton third yeah Max second Alonso first yeah Wait, what? <laughs> Did you? You're like, yep, yep, yep. Wait, half one. This thing is hard. Did you just say what I thought you said? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm not going to write that yet. I've done up to Lewis. Interesting. Okay. So tell me why Fernando is one and Max is two. And I think I know why. I think because. I, do you know what? And this is the least. And I'm going to be one of those people. And they're like, you're a DTS fan. I'm not. I just, I have ADHD. Um, I reckon you could have, with not all the races, but like 17 of the races, you could have been like, we're going to put Max first and we're going to get the other 19 to race. And the race would have kind of felt the same because other than the first sort of, 10 laps max was then just a foot above the rest so again it's not max's fault that he's just too good and got a too strong a car for me to be like meh alonso i reckon if you'd removed alonso from this year this year would have been significantly more boring that's I why think, i want to put him first i completely agree with that but i don't think i can put him first because i don't think he was the best driver this season just because i think max although when I you the best driver on like 15 like, I stopped talking about their driving about 15 people ago. What? I was doing a bit of their driving, but I'm just also doing generally, like, entertainment value. Oh, God. Like, I'm I'm sticking to driving. Media I'm... entertainment. Oh. I don't know enough about driving. I'm not a coach. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, well, I say driving, I mean, like, results. I'd say I still think it's Max only for the reasoning that he did what he needed to do. Yes, he was in the fastest car. And he's probably the best driver, but he actually did that. Unlike Paris, he was in the fastest car, but wasn't able to put it in P2 all the time, whereas Max kind of did. However, I will say that the times when, oh, the thing is, times when Charles got pole, he still managed to beat him. And I feel like even the times when he was behind, he was able to eventually come through and he was like calm enough to do that. 
smart enough to do that. He did, like, it happened. And obviously the one time Carlos won, I don't even remember how that happened, but it was literally yeah. one, one time. He did it every other time, apart from, like, the sprint. Paris won once as well. Yeah, Paris, but we don't count that. That's his teammate. <laughs> so I get, and I feel like, yeah, Fernando did, He honestly, he brought the best out of that car, and he did the racing. He was there wheel-to-wheel. -wheel. He was challenging. I just think it's impossible to put someone who broke records, who was so dominant, not in first place. Because as much as I hate it... We can put Max first. I just didn't want it to be like, oh, Max won, bunch of races, let's put Max first, because boring. Boring, but unfortunately, true. So I thought I'd give us a little bit more excitement by throwing a span on the work. Hey, hey, you've done it. Like, you, you did put it in there. So it is there. I don't know if I can write it down, though. And that's fine. We put Max first. Just thought we had to play devil's advocate for a bit. <laughs> like I said, we got to do another one of these where we do favourites. And I wonder if we can do, like, separate ones, right? And then come together and make a favourites list. No, but I think that would be actual chaos. And then also, we couldn't be wrong in terms of our reasonings for it. Because it's our favourite. I also don't really have, like, favourite drivers. Like, I have... Like, I can rank them based on who I like watching in interviews. Yeah, That's probably exactly. about as much as I can give you. I can't really be like, this one's my favourite. But I can be like, do you know what I would love to listen to? Max yeah. and Alonso interviewing each other for 20 minutes. Well, there we go. That's exactly what it'll be. It'll be based on whatever kind of... It's it's your own thoughts. So your own opinions, you can base it on whatever the hell you want to base it on. But either way, we have now got our top 20. So for those still listening, here is a rundown of the Beyond the Track 2023 rankings of all the drivers that drove on the grid. In 22nd spot, we had Logan Sargent. 21, Nick DeFries. 20th, mm. K-Mag, Kevin Magnuson. 19th, yeah. Danny Rick. 18th, so Lance Stroll, his number as well. 17th, three Bottas, the um, opposed, opposed, supposed Australian. 16, Yuki Honorary. 15, oh, brand new, yes. 14, Nico Hulkenberg. 13, Red Bull fans, block your ears, or even just Mexicans. Sergio Perez, 12th, Esti Besti, Pierre Gasly. See, I did it right this time. 10th, Sav, cover your ears. George Russell. It's oh, fun. 9th. Liam Lawson. We'll see him soon. Yeah. Eighth, Oscar Piastri. Rookie season for dreams. Yeah. Seventh, Alex Albon. Sixth, Carlos Sainz. The only other person to win other than Max and Perez. Fifth, Charles Leclerc. Fourth, Lando Norris. Also his number. Third, Ooh. Lewis Hamilton. Second, and this could have been different if Sav had her way. And, you know, made it interesting. But unfortunately, I'm boring. Second, yeah. Fernando Alonso. Which means, in first place, again, is does he get a record for this? Does he get a trophy for this? Max Verstappen. Realistically, could he be anywhere else? So there we go. There's the Beyond the Track 2023 driver ratings that we have put together. If you yeah. have a different one, send us a message. 
on Instagram or TikTok at Beyond the Track Pod or at Beyond the Track Podcast. Feel free to share your top 20, top 22, whatever you want to do. Maybe your top three or top 10, whatever you want to do. Share it with us. Um, if you disagree, tell us why. We're happy to have a conversation. Um, and then if you agree, yeah. also tell us why. We love when people uh, validate our thoughts. So that's great. Oh, I've been right. but thank you guys for listening i hope you enjoyed that was our episode today like we mentioned we're going to keep going through the break we do have another special guest on our next episode and that is should i should i give them a hint should i well not a hint should i tell them give them a sneak peek just say give them just tell them just sneak peek for those listening so if you made it this far our next episode is with special guest anna anna is anna motorsport on or f1 anna on tiktok she makes amazing content and she has probably made a video that you've seen which is an amazing tiktok video she did with bottas that's right she did a tiktok with bottas and i feel bonita exactly there we go look at you go sam love that so yeah um stick around for that next week it will be dropping very soon and uh yeah we'll see you All right, see you guys. Bye.